This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Good evening, good evening. We're about to get it started. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 5, For the Love of the Community. Before we start tonight, can we introduce our amazing guests? Can we uh, introduce ourselves, ladies? I am Sonya Waters-Thomas, mother of Soleil, Xavier, and Tyler. I am Lakita Gantz, Lakita the Coach Gantz, mother of Robert Davis, the first, the last, the only. Yeah, no, that's real. <laughs> I am sure. Tiffany Fuller, the mother of Jamil and Jordan Fuller, and we are missing two of our ladies tonight, Bay Bush, the Sea Crew. Yes. And first name Terry, last name Terry, Jamal. Jamal, Jamal's mom, Jamal, Jamal's mom, and lovely Lauren. Yes, and our Lauren. Sorry, hey Lauren, hey, mother of Chuck and Drew Bailey. Hey, so we have Mr. Change the Mentality himself in the building. Change the mentality. Could you please introduce yourselves and introduce yourself and your guests? Yes. Well, that's Tevin. That's Tevin Fields. That's a little Tevin can introduce himself. Introduce yourself. Oh, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> We've grown around here. All right, Tevin, we'll wait for you to introduce yourself. Well, you can introduce yourself. Go ahead. Mine's short. <laughs> Tevin Fields, assistant coach with DJ at Hamtramck. Oh, that's okay. nice. Okay. Uh, I'm uh, Dennis Foster. Everybody know me as DJ. Um, founder of CTM. That's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> well, we're going to ask you some more so right, you can give right, us more. Exactly. All right, DJ. What high school did you go to? Hamtramck High School. Hamtramck. All four mm-hmm. years? Yep. Hey, what year you come out? 96. 96. Mm-hmm. Who was the toughest player you played against in high school? Like, you just know, like, when you mm-hmm. saw them, it was on. It wasn't high school. It was players coming back. So okay. once I played against them, it was um, Brad Tolbert, okay. Brad Tolbert, Dave, and Jason Kimbrough. Okay. All those the poorest guys. Okay. Um, my coach Cam Miller brought them back as I was feeling myself. Mm. <laughs> I was feeling myself in tenth grade. Okay, feeling yourself. And uh, he brought them back, and they uh, made me cry. And I Come walked home. Uh, no. They made me cry. And I walked home. I ain't never met a light-skinned dude with green eyes. Oh. <laughs> play defense you sound like, like, sound like he got <laughs> something against light-skinned people. <laughs> and, uh, Jay Kimbrough really did me bad. Bri did me bad. Dave did me bad. Okay. And all three of them was light-skinned. <laughs> and that was my first stint with not liking light-skinned guys. <laughs> so it ain't Drake. It's uh, yeah. Brian Tobin and them. But no, um, my toughest matchup in high school um, I don't know. I okay. really, that's you know, cool. And the reason why I'm asking because you went to Hamtramck. Mm-hmm. Therefore, your the people you played against in terms of like all the time, your conference and everything was were not different. actual DPS. It, right, yeah. it wasn't DPS. Yeah. It wasn't Catholic League, the poorest type. You know, right. So that's why I'm really asking to see who oh, who okay. were players around during your My time. My toughest guy was Travis Collins. Okay, and what school did he go to? He went to St. Clair Shores, like some shit like that. Okay. But he embarrassed the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he white, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> he ripped me He the half, other light skin. He, right. he ripped me at half court, <laughs> went down and reverse dunked it. And told me, and told me, I'll see you at Michigan next year. Oh. No, wow. he said, no, you'll see me at Michigan next year. Right. Wow. It was him and a guy named Jeff Patu. 
Okay. So that was that was my way. I was only like tenth grade though, but still, it was on the biggest stage, and we was the um, district championship. Okay. And he tore my ass up. <laughs> okay. And he tore my ass up. So that was my toughest. Cool. So you 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 were coached by what's his name? Ken Miller and Russell Collins. Ken Miller and Russell Collins. Mm-hmm. How have they made an impact yes. on your life? Now, because right now you're the head coach at Ham Tramick High School. Mm-hmm. Good job, because mm-hmm. you're coaching for have your you been alma there? mater. Right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this ain't going well. I've been there. Up them out, Tevin. You ain't. It's about six, seven years. Yeah, we've been together for five, so you was there two years before me. Yeah. Okay. So I guess after it get past like three, you like I'm here. I've been here. Ain't counting. Just here. Right. Like seven years. It's been. It's been a piece of work <laughs> and you know what it kudos to you because i think it takes a lot it takes a lot to go somewhere that's not known to everyone else and what everyone else think is popular or the popular school yeah, right and no to have but that longevity mm, too yeah. you know what i mean well when i first started i started off at crockett okay with Juan rickman that's who brought me into it i was i was doing some stuff with the kids at the matrix on six mile and grash it and he came over there like where you get all these kids from? I'm like, they from the hood. And I was just coaching them and, you know, running a little league over there. And he was like, no, nah, bro, I'm about to give you a job. And he gave me the JV job. And I was like, man, I ain't never coached before. I'm fresh home. From I don't know what the coach. Right. And he was like, you'll be fine. So he gave me the JV. And I just did what I did. What I already knew how to do was just play. So I taught him what I already knew. And we ended up winning the JV championship that first year. Okay. Wow. Nice. Oh, was, just for the record, so our bell is yeah. indicative of saying, <laughs> yes. like, you, you said something profound, you made a good point, and feel free to ring the bell or just say, listen, this is a bell ringer, hit that bell for me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then when I got there, he was playing. So he played for you, yeah, Tevin played, played, for, played at, for you. And this was, he was that shit. And that was at Crockett? At Crockett. Okay, you okay. Know what I'm saying? And what they, when I first got there, him and Daniel Price, um, they was the backcourt. When I first, it was kind of funny because when I first got there, I'm like, "Yo, y'all late." They looked at me like, "Who was this? <laughs> what? Nigga, watch out!" Because you know, I was doing the JV and they was the varsity guys. They was running the show, or whatever. And you can tell the story. Tevin, tell I was gonna story. say, yeah. tell us what kind of coach he was, or like he said, what happened what when you first met him? Like, yeah. All right. Well, when I first met him, um, like he said, we was over at Matrix. Um, Wine had called us like, "Yeah, we gonna work out over there later on." Um, so we got over there. We got over there a little late. We probably was like 10, 15 minutes late. <laughs> so he was in the middle of the court dribbling the ball. Juan was just sitting on the stage, and we walked in, and he just was looking at us. And we looking at each other like we on our phone. He like, uh, man, y'all guys late. Y'all need to hurry up. We looked at each other like, who the fuck is <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing who he was, it was just we just never met him or whatever. But. Ever since then, we just got close and been together since. That's right. Your little bro now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro. So, did you, um, what, what happened after high school for you as far as college? Right. Oh, I got, um, got a little scholarship to Florida State. A little scholarship. First of all, don't a little don't scholarship. Minimize. Right. I got like, to minimize it because I, I messed it up. But that's uh, but that, don't mean that you, you, it, you messed it up. Right. Right. Yeah, they still extended was, something to you. Yeah, so yes. I got a scholarship Real talk. to Florida State, went down there and, Messed up. It was too many naked women, and 
Were they naked or just hot outside? Like, right. no, 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 this is Florida. Because I'm, I'm like Miami, I they recruit my son. They was going to the beach or the class. I didn't understand. And I was coming from here and I was right. like, yo, what is going on? Too much. So, um, um, how long did you up. last at Florida State? <laughs> I made a good semester and a half. Okay. okay. Appreciate you. Got through. Appreciate got your through. honesty. You know what I'm saying? A good semester. I ain't making it to the basketball scene. We did some scrimmages. I was good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was good. I was straight. I was going to make it. I just blew it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Just blew it. And then I came home, went to Grand Rapids Community College, and we had a we had a dope class going in there. It was a lot of guys from like Kalamazoo. Then Arthur Norman was there, and he, he went to, he ended up going to Toledo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a great freshman class, recruiting class. He had one of the top classes. We um we won it that year. Okay. Um So you got some hardware yeah, somewhere. Yeah, got mm-hmm. some hardware. Okay. <laughs> um then my second year we was good, but we weren't that good. Um then I graduated from there. Went to Northwood for <laughs> Semester, <laughs> if that okay, you still okay. be in Michigan you know when you're saying? driving up there. Mm-hmm. Went there for about a semester and a half. Like Logan was there, Dallas was there when um when I went right, and I was like, nah, this ain't for me. Dallas Logan from HP. Yeah, so I went back to the crib. And so I, so when you say you said it wasn't for you, what is what happened? Like you what be wasn't candid. for you? Yes, mm-hmm. because what we want to do is make sure our listeners right and children or you know student, student athletes. athletes understand the type of things that they're going to have to go through and Mine they're going to face. Okay. So, or it can be, I think, a culture shock yeah. is probably well, yes. more. Well, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Um, I didn't stay on campus. You okay. Know what I'm I had an um, apartment and then I had brought my daughter and my um, my girl with me because I was gone the first two years. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, nah, I'm not about to do this at 30. I'm missing too much of my daughter's life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I brought them with me. And I had a car, crib, whatever. She was working, and I was going to school. I came home one night, and they had a nigger go home on a piece of paper. Okay. Oh, wow. So I was like, yo, you ain't got to tell me twice I'm out. Right. <laughs> but before I bounced, I went to Coach okay. Taylor, and I was like, yo, this is what's on my car. And he looked at it. He was like, oh, that ain't nothing. Oh, okay. Now I see where you at with it. Right. My daughter up here, my girl up here. I'm straight. I'm out. I left everything. That was dumb, but I left everything. I just went home. Wow. Okay. So before we migrate on, because I like to read our um, listeners' comments. So uh, Ray Kelsler said he wins ships with with you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that for young sure. Man. For sure. And he said ham DJ and them. Right. He DJ said, and them. <laughs> no one wants to play them. They'll be known this year for sure. So much respect to you. We, we Raymond Kelsler. Come back to that. Ray, when they get to talking about high school, come back. To okay, that we thing. we gonna it's do gonna that. I just thick. had to put it out there just in case the comments <laughs> get out there. So, yeah. so um, that was that. And then I um, my grandmother had died on my birthday. I came home and I was chilling and I was figuring out what I was gonna do. I was gonna go away, um, to Wisconsin to a school in Wisconsin. They was on me heavy, heavy. And I went down there. I stayed for a week, loved it. And I was like, I'm gonna go out there. They was gonna bring my family out and everything, even my mom's. Wow. Like, that's how heavy it was. Wow. Then my grandmother died on my birthday. Mm. And then I was like, fuck school. I'm straight. Mm. So I was just around. I was uh, at Hackett. Hackett. Hey. I was at Hackett. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's everybody legendary. Yeah. So. And he's, cause he, he already said the Matrix. I don't know if y'all yes. know about the Matrix. Matrix. So we got the Matrix. It's the Department of Hackett. Yeah. Yes. Legendary stuff around here. Yes. So I was at Hackett hooping and 
I was, you know, nice, nice. And then hooping, <laughs> I wasn't even on nothing like going to work out. But Mary Grove was all, all the Mary Grove guys was up there, and I knew a couple of them. But I was just up there trying to get a sweat. My man wanted me to come, so I was like, all right. So the coach, one of the assistant coaches, came to me like, I know you, you Dennis Foster, you want to have him try me, mm. blah blah blah. You went to Grand Rapids, and I'm like, so. And he was like, you ain't hooping. I'm like, no. Nah. Do it look like it? You know, I'm being, just being a complete asshole, like, because I was off everything because of my grandmother. And then he was like, man, I want I want you to play. We had Mary Grove. I was like, that's a nun school, bro. I'm straight. You want to be a nun, a priest? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And he was like, no, you know, we university, we got basketball team, blah, blah, blah. Just come check it out. And I was like, all right. Never thought about it again. Went up there like two weeks later. He was up there. He was like, I've been waiting on you. And I was like, waiting on me for what? I'm like, hey, just let me hoop. So we started hooping, and then I guess I, from when I found out later, he had some guys go at me to see if I still had that competitive fire in me or whatever. So I did, and I went at him, and he was like, look, if you come if you come tomorrow to the school, I guarantee you you'll play Wednesday. And I was like, man, I'm smoking weed. I'm straight. Like, I, ain't, I don't know <laughs> none of that. Right. Mean, he was like, man, just come. It'll change your life. And I went, and the rest was history. Wow. Like, I went there and tore it up. What was the coach's name? Dave Sichterman. Okay. <laughs> big white guy with big chest. He ref now. Oh, wow. He ref now. He ref one of our games last year. So you ended up finishing your Did career. he make the calls your way? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> he said no. no. That's how I always And know. he pulled his calf muscle. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so he really changed your life because you decided to finish it all up. Yeah, finished it up at Mary Grove. Um, led the nation in scoring a couple times. Dope. That was uh, nice. And we played at, uh, we didn't have no gym. We played at uh, U of D. Mm-hmm. Jesuit. Yeah. It was straight, though. There was a lot of different stuff going on in that school, but it was, it was straight, <laughs> though. I didn't even know they had a dorm. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a dorm and yeah. everything. So you never took a tour to campus? Right. Nah, I just went to the gym. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, you got you to gotta stay... No, I ain't never been okay. to the <laughs> So, with that being said, right. Dave, you know, he stepped into your life and said, no, you need to do this. And um, as far as I'm concerned, that was part of your destiny, part of God's working in your path. Um, do you right. or did you hold some type of relationship with him after that? that that's, my, that's my guy. Yeah. That's my guy. He... He took care of me. And that's the reason why I ask is because it's always to me, um, far as I'm concerned, when it comes to people coaching, mm-hmm. most coaches who really, really change lives, yes. it's always somebody that has stepped into their lives to actually turn that corner for them to even do it for other kids. Well, it was, well I ain't trying to knock him. No, for sure. Sick, my man, but it was Ken Miller. Okay. And that's the coach that you had in high school. Yeah. Okay. He was, um, but he wasn't my head coach. He was the freshman coach, but he went to Hamtramck and he taught me about all that stuff in Hamtramck because I ain't know nothing about nothing. I never knew of Hamtramck until I went there. And the only reason I went there because I got kicked out of all Detroit public schools. Oh. <laughs> so, so yeah. you was like, you need to really change your mentality. Yeah, that's, that's what all that's. Well, let's talk about change the mentality. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. So. Give us your mission. Yes. You know, the what, 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 How did it come about? Yeah. It came about because of my mental perception of stuff. Okay. Yeah. You know, I had a real bad attitude, real bad thought process. I thought bad before I thought good mm-hmm. on, on any and everything, you know. So 
I had to change that. And then when I started getting in the pro realm, you know what I'm saying? If you get, you got to change your mentality. I had to change my mentality and think different because you can make it. Yeah. It's about it's what you do to prepare to make it. Mm-hmm. And I never knew that. I always thought about it like, man, I ain't six five. I'm five nine. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody gonna look at me. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm. Ain't nobody gonna look at me. I can score, but I can't score like shot. That's what they say or something. So I was just like, I'm. Good. Yeah, because obviously it, it. You had opportunities. Mm-hmm. You had multiple opportunities. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, some it. life experiences. Yeah, no, I blew them. Well, <laughs> well, that's, that's understandably, that's, but yeah. we appreciate your candidness. But and that's somebody just out being here old enough to hold yourself accountable now. Absolutely, right. yeah. yeah. And somebody listening, or they're gonna have this conversation. Somebody out here gonna probably do the same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is nothing but a three sixty or four circle. Mm-hmm. So you can come back and listen. You can't beat the name change the mentality. Right. But how long did it take you? And guess what? You got kids in your face all day, all pretty day. much doing the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when I started doing it, we was DIBT before it was change the mentality. It was Detroit International Basketball Team. And I took them to New York. And when we walked in, you know, I'm that's where I'm from. Oh, so okay. Well, we, I, did, we didn't know that. Right. What yeah, part? Brooklyn. What you mean? <laughs> you almost bring me hit you with the fast. Brooklyn. That's crazy, but we did not establish that. Mm-hmm. I did not know. I did not know you, you were from Brooklyn. But he didn't do his real, ba- his true background. So no, we yeah, yeah, right that yeah. part. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I always say this, like a side note. I always say. The toughest guards in this city is not even from this city. Facts. Me, me, and, me and B. That's what I say. <laughs> the best backcourt that. All right, B. We'll get a shout that out over here, man. That's, that's. I hated Wood. Like I hated Wood. <laughs> everything in my. I hated him because he used to always pick on me. Like he always he knew what it took to get me mad and want to fight him and throw me off my game. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when I changed my mentality, he was like, "No, bro, you got to play with me." <laughs> so mental toughness is everything. It is. Yeah. But what to change the mentality, it was just it's about changing your mindset, changing your mentality of your thought process to everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it'll change the outcome of a lot of stuff you Facts. Do. Mm-hmm. You know Facts. what I'm saying? And that's mm-hmm. that's that's what change the mentality is really about. I showed them stuff coming up and I had to learn because mm-hmm. when I was bringing them through, I was still young. Right. So we was gambling. I was doing all kind of crazy shit in front of them. And then a few of them caught on that knew, like, that's just coach. I ain't got to do it. But I had to look at myself, like, what am I teaching my little bros? Yes. Because it went from being my students or my players to now they grown men. They little bros. So now I got to be the one to show them, like, yo, this is what we got to do and this is how we got to do it. But with him, with Tevin, he was mature back then. You know what I'm saying? I don't know too many high school kids you can get your debit card to and your car to and say, <laughs> go to the McDonald's and get something and come back. Mm-hmm. That's how much that's how much trust we had in him. And it was really wine that showed me. Like, you can trust him with anything at 17. Right. Yeah. You can he can drive your car to Voltec and go to Voltec and come back. Right. So that's rare. He was mature. Well, they, as yeah. Shit. Kudos to Tevin. You know yeah. So, kudos to Tevin. Yes. So it was kudos just, to your parents. Yeah. How about that? For yes. sure. You know yes. So it that's why we just stuck around and people say, Oh, you taught them. He taught me a lot. Okay. And that's why he by my side to this day. He taught me a lot. 
just just the calmness and like we like night and day. Right. I'm the mother. And he like, bro, just chill. <laughs> just chill. He like that now. <laughs> just walking in. Just right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So fire and ice. But one thing you just said that I think is very important. Yeah. Um, and I always say this about teaching kids and coaching for me. They they always taught me more than I actually taught them. Mm. And that's the beauty of being a coach or being a teacher, to be able to learn something right. from them to help you become better at what you do. And that's that, to me, that's like the end all be all. Never become a coach that think you know, know it everything. All. Yeah. Right. You know. Absolutely. There's one more guy, uh, Quill Jackson. That's my baby. And this is how I know what I was what I'm doing resonates because he sat me down and said, look here, bro, listen, I got to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? He talked to my soul. Mm -hmm. And it just resonated like, damn, like, and he was like, bro, I got all this shit for you. So you can't be out here teaching and you're still on some bullshit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, just knowing what I installed in these guys, and they're men now. They got kids. You know what I'm saying? And they doing the right thing. Every guy that I ever coached is a parent. Nice. It's one thing that I did was when I was taking them places, little DJ mm -hmm. was with me. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? New York, we don't, let's go. Atlanta, let's go. Like, I all, always showed them, like, if you're going to lay down, be a man about it, horse. Mm -hmm. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Real all, talk. All my guys are, are phenomenal fathers. That's a good thing. All of them. You know what I'm saying? No. Some of them crazy as hell, but they good fathers. <laughs> they good fathers. I wanted to talk a little bit about your documentary. So you told me to watch it last year, and I watched a little bit of it, but then I refreshed myself today. <laughs> but um, I really appreciated your coaching style and the way you told your kids. You told the kids that sometimes they don't express it or say thank you, but you told them to fix their parents' plates. To, you know, just to show their appreciation. Mm -hmm. So just the gems that you dropped throughout the whole documentary and y'all with y'all being in LA was just crazy. It was nice. So tell me a little bit about that. What was what was you trying to get the viewers to see? Or oh go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, really, I think that he was just being genuinely who he is. Yeah. And it right. just came out like that in the documentary. Yeah, I I don't I just like like you said coming in. I just come from the help. Mm -hmm. I'm raw. I'm uncut. But it's certain things that you have to do. I'm, I'm I was raised from the old school. Like it's love. Everything is love. You gotta you know reciprocate that love to everybody. Right. You gotta give it to them the right way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying. So with my kids, you not about to sit there and have your moms go over there and fix her own plate where she didn't pay six seven hundred dollars for you to get here. And nah, we don't do that. You got to show your appreciation. It might not be with money, but yes, with, with justice, that gratitude. You, do, you yeah, have to do that. Absolutely, you got to do that. And that's what I teach my kids. Like, do it. You can't say ha. Huh. You can't say what. Mm -hmm. If you're doing that, you can't play for me. And something that we tell them all: I'm not your mama. Right. I'm not your daddy. Mm -hmm. So what we do up in here, you gonna give us respect. If you can't respect what we doing, and we gonna respect you, we gonna talk to you. Not at you. Mm -hmm. If you can't respect that, well, we don't need we don't need to hang out. We don't need you go find you another school, mm -hmm. find you another team, because that's not what we're about over here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so throughout that documentary, like the biggest thing that I wanted the people to see was the respect of black women. Okay. 
Well, just women. Nice. Period. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so it was a part like Odyssey Sims. You know what I'm saying? Play. She played for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That's my sister. Mm-hmm. So Kobe was at the game. Yes. Yeah, you know that. what I'm saying? But Kobe is up here looking down, waving. And she was sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And young black men have a tendency to snap on their moms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But really... Moms is the only one there for your ass. Absolutely. But that's the ones they're giving all that attitude mm-hmm. to. But you'll respect dude that's coaching you that really ain't shit. That's only coaching you for what you can do for him. Facts. Right. Facts. You feel what Keep I'm it saying? Keep it winding. Facts. And that's why I think people want me to come up because I'm going to talk that shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, these dudes. We uncensored around this is why here. we're here. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, just having them to understand that. This the woman. We can't do the shit they do. Mm-hmm. He didn't see me boiled up in the crib crying when when wifey left. You know what I'm saying? And left me with three fucking kids. Yeah. And I didn't know y'all went through all that shit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't got a clue. You know what I'm saying? And it's like when when that happened, and I understood that ain't no way in hell I'm gonna sit there and let a kid call his mama like what. Right, talk to any kind of way. But see, that's what I was gonna say because I we're in the same building, and he don't have a problem asking for help. Right, we love the kids; it's on the equal level. Mm -hmm. I'll never intervene, and and you know, might make some staff people appear to be you know a little uncomfortable. But I always say this: we do have some some freedoms where. We can address some kids in a certain kind of way so they can get it and understand right. and respond in a way that somebody else probably can't. Um, but that's just the way it is. So it's my, I get to see this work every single day. Mm-hmm. And it ain't easy. Right. And our kids come with a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But he does have the uncanny ability to allow them to forget a lot of their stuff so they can go ahead and tap into that whole concept of student-athlete so you can get your grades, get your stuff together. Because if not for Coach DJ's experience, then otherwise they wouldn't see, you know, the path where they can actually get to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. And then that's real talk. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's that ass right there. So, Tevin, how do you see, like, what role do you specifically right. feel like you play in all of what the mission of Change the Mentality is to Hamtramck basketball, to you know your maturity <laughs> um well with that all i'm doing all i'm there is to try to piggyback on what he's doing what he has going on and what he taught me when i was growing up and he was coaching me so really everything he showed me and instilled to me all i'm doing is teaching the kids the same thing but the difference is now it's a different generation yeah so sure. you gotta adapt to a different generations so how he approached me and what he said to me you can't say to these kids these days. Unfortunately, right. so you right. gotta, you, you got to learn how to adapt to the generation. So right. that's really my role. Okay. Adapting to the generation. He being, I was He being modest. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I can tell. And that's okay. So let's talk about the um, what it's like, your mindset or your vision for your student athletes. What does it look like on a daily basis when you're interacting with your student athletes? Oh, you got to be stand up. You got to be true to everything you're doing. And what I want them to know, yeah, we're going to use that ball as a vice or that sport. And it's not just basketball. It's any sport you win. You're a student athlete. You're going to use that as a vice 
to get where you need to be. Because one day the ball going to stop. What the hell are you going to do then? Right. And that's what I try to, especially as these young black men, that's what I'm trying to get them to understand. You can blow your knee out or whatever. They're going to look at you and say, oh, ain't going to go on to the next one. So what are you doing to prepare yourself for something to happen tragic? I don't want all my players working at fucking Chrysler. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see that. And I want everybody to travel and get up out of here and see other states. Mm-hmm. And that's what something we do with CTM. Right. Like, like they put in the um in the thing, you know, not known, small. Yeah. Know. Yeah, we are. But everybody on the West Coast know who we are. Right. So you, know you all saying? over the place. Right. You know what I'm saying? And my thing right. is, if we really we really getting into this. Yeah. Okay. I'm tired of seeing every good player mm-hmm. from Detroit or Michigan go to either Michigan or Michigan State. I'm tired I, of that shit. I agree. That it's yeah. it's like really retarded to me. You know what I'm saying? And then once you go somewhere else, like I say for instance, Shaw Phillips went to U of D. Why he ain't go to California? Where he fit. You know what I'm saying? The I style just, of play. play. Yeah. I just don't understand it. Keith Afflin. You know what I'm saying? Why didn't he go to USC? You know but this goes back to, you know, the coaches having a relationship with your kid and being very candid, mm-hmm. right? Because if you sit down and you have a conversation with the parent, whether the parent is involved, involved or not, you have to be candid and direct and say, listen, is this a good fit for you? But the decision can't just be the coaches. It's but, still got to be up to the kids. But I think what he's trying to really point out, and this is crazy because you really brought this up, um, is that it is almost like a known fact that people try to make kids feel like they owe the state of Michigan something. And therefore, they need to choose this school. And with that being said, I told somebody the other day, I said, I hope Rob don't go to school in Michigan. Point being, reason why, you know already what Michigan is about. You know all the people in Detroit. You done been, it's nothing that he can see in going to Michigan or Michigan State that he has not seen before. Mm-hmm. But if he go to California, it's stuff that he ain't going to never yeah. see before. And if I he, ain't, not to cut you, I'm sorry. I ain't trying to knock none of that. No, for sure. But, you know what I'm saying, big ups to Michigan, Juwan Howard, you know, Izzo, big ups to all of them. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, it's like that's that's where we Gotta go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's big for like, okay, um, base. If he go to Michigan and Michigan State, yeah, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? He's But if he don't go, they gonna we, say they gonna say bad stuff about him and they gonna knock him. Stay home. Yeah, you, and, and I'm not even talking about fans. I'm talking about media the the people behind the people. Okay. Okay, like cause like I said, like at the end of the day, it is to, it's to the point where it's like you gotta come here because you gotta stay in Michigan because other kids. This it's like a it's like a it's they try to make you feel bad. Yeah, everybody, listen. Everybody can't wear the same pants. You can't fit the same pants, mm-hmm. right? You, I mean, you can't. You don't, you don't wear the same shoe. The fit may not be there, but just to say, okay, I want to go here just because. Is that how? Do y'all know where Josh Jackson? What Josh Jackson Dream School was? I used to know all this. Go ahead. Josh Jackson dream school was Michigan State. Why well, didn't go? Cause his mama knew better, and she did better. Not saying it wouldn't have worked out, but she always knew that he shouldn't have stayed here. She didn't want him to stay here. Mm-hmm. 
You get what I'm saying? Brighten she she gave him a different aspect and outlook on everything. That was his dream school. And everybody said, you should go there. Miles is coming and everything. For me, he the only one in how many that actually got drafted top five? I don't want to say that. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Like look at all, like look at the track record. He go to Kansas. Whoop whoop whoop. He out. He made it. When I say made it, I'm talking about have been drafted. When I was in school, high school, all the Detroit Cats was getting drafted. That ain't the case anymore, because basketball in the city is bad. It ain't the but same. See, I, my question, one of my questions for you actually is, what do you feel about the state of Michigan? basketball talent right now so i'm talking i'm talking about the classes of 20 to 20 let's just say all the kids are in high school 20 to 23 you you've seen some you know some personally what do you feel like how do you feel because you come from new york and it's a different kind of basketball Yeah, because like when i took them to new york they was like yo <laughs> y'all can hoop down there they don't know that's the one of the meccas of basketball who? But New York is. No, I'm told they said they oh, were talking New about York. them yeah. <laughs> because, like, who do we play against? Um, one of the cats went to Villanova. One went to St. John. All of them was out there, and they went down there and tore their ass up. Wow. So they like, yo, they can hoop down there. I'm like, yeah, it's good basketball in the city. It's just that. You got to broaden your horizons. Yeah, if you think you're good here, you don't know what the competition like, is unless you take it somewhere else. Like right. my, my CTM team. The one I, I didn't groom them, and they like, yo, when you taking us to New York? And I'm like, never. <laughs> they like, why? I'm like, y'all not ready for that shit. Okay. Especially what it is now. <laughs> Hell no, y'all ain't ready for that. Y'all don't hoop enough. Yes. Y'all don't again. hoop enough. Y'all, right. you know what I'm saying? Like when we went down there, we played outside. We played inside. Then we played outside. <laughs> no complaints. Let me try to get one of these. Man, my knees, coach. Oh, I got to yes. go to the doctor. Yes. Like, yes. I don't hoop on cement. Oh, Is it the soft? Of kids. I'm like, yo. So I can't I can't take y'all to that because, like, you know what I'm saying? I show them in a demonstration all the time. <laughs> People here, you shoot a shot, they got to get the trot back. You know what I'm saying? They got to flip the shorts, all that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. Back home. <laughs> Motherfucker hit a shot, he right in, you clap it in your face. I want another one and another yes. one. It's just that the mental is different. Yes. It's different. It's way different. We have a comment that since speaking about your kids, um, someone asks for you to talk about the academic standards that you hold your boys to. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Ninth and 10th grade. Mm-hmm. You got to have a 2.5 or higher to play for me. Okay. Fact. And uh-huh. the state of Michigan's GPA for eligibility is it's what? 1.6. 1.6. Yeah. So to Ain't play doing for it. us. That's great. And we, we don't bend. Amen. <laughs> you To play for us, 2.5, ninth and 10th grade. Ten, um, 11th and 12th grade, 3.0. Yeah. That's it. Period. That's I good. Love it. My coach, he says 3.5 for my son. That's. Yeah. We trying to what hold you. Go he go to Summit Academy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know see what else? What else over there is kind of, you know, it's unique. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay because you've changed it's their mentality, right. though. Right. You know yeah. Because before it used to be 1.5. So, hey, listen. Right, but before we go any further, I got to give a shout out to Day Day. Hey. Hey, Day Day. Day Day. Day Jean, um, coaches at. Ferndale, Ferndale mm-hmm. yeah, yep. He might not think that 
he love bro still or he think I don't know what he think. But show him some him, love then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> without him, because we were Michigan natives with Yes, him. yes. You know what I'm saying? We <laughs> were Michigan natives with him when I had the kids. And you know, some he we some wanted to go a different direction. You know what I'm saying? And I want you know, we couldn't we couldn't come together on what direction we was gonna go. Okay. So um you know, he kicked me out. <laughs> Say that you kicked my boy out. Say they kicked me out. You know what I'm saying? But, like, and that was somebody else I coached. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he, if it wasn't for Day Day, I don't think, because, you know what I'm saying, between him and Tevin, they made me really understand this generation. Because I didn't, like, I didn't like him. I didn't like my son. I didn't like none of them. For like, sure. For sure. It's tough. Different. But, with them two, you know what I'm saying, They and Quayle, Jackson, they really made me understand a lot, you know what I'm saying, and they helped me get to become the coach and person I am now with these kids, you know what I'm saying. So I had to get Day Day a shot. Yes. So what do you think is different about these kids now? Everything. Yeah, give, just give me a little bit. What's, what What do you hate about the kids right now, this generation? my leaders. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying, if, if – I've never seen so many people, so many kids follow fads the yes. way they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Agreed. Um, and it goes in all aspects. Hair, mm-hmm. shorts, mm-hmm. school. If one guy come on with some compression shorts that's purple, everybody going to wear them. Yeah. And he get a dunk off or something. Like, you know, Ja Morant. Wear the little braids. Now everybody got the little braids. <laughs> Claxton had a one braid and it's just like so many fads that they follow where they you don't you you really don't know. Like um, we tell our kids, who do, who are you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like yes. Mm-hmm. Right. who are you? We are you this person today? That person? You right. KD? You, you Steph? <laughs> who who are you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then something else I just never understand is I can't I could never look at my peer as my hero. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. that's my that's my biggest. Like I'm not gonna look at a dude that mm-hmm. I play against mm-hmm. or I can possibly that- play against and say, mm-hmm. "Yo, that's my guy. That's my favorite guy. That's my what they be saying. That dumb shit they be saying. <laughs> they be saying some dumb ass, and these the quotes be dumbest shit. I just learned mm-hmm. that that was that's a thing though. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause like to po- like so for me, it's like the posting of all everybody's like, oh my brother or my slime, my slime or yeah. It's like, and don't get me wrong, my kid has played with he's played with some kids that are really his true brothers, mm-hmm. but it's like I look, I, I follow those guys too, and I'm like, everybody just put everybody put everybody up, everybody like this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. It's that, it's that generation of the internet and all that. Bro. Yes, I'm just like. You gotta be yourself sometime, man. F- figure out who you are. Yes. Lock mm-hmm. yourself in a room, fucking cut the phone off, and figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? What's your game consist of? Yes. Like, and I had to do that to my son. Like, we we heavy on my son. How but old is he? Old he? Yeah, how old is 15. He? Okay, and he's 15, in the 10th, 10th grade. 10th grade. He's a little dude, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we heavy on him, real heavy. Because you ain't got no choice. Me, Schmitty, him, DP. You ain't got no choice, bro. He ain't soft. Let me be clear. Yeah. Oh no, we know that. <laughs> we know that. But yeah. it's, just like, it's like it's so much shit going yeah. on. Yeah. And he can't. He's trying to figure out his way. 
No, you sit down, just figure it out yourself. Like, you cut that phone off, cut that game off, stop looking at YouTube, mm-hmm. and you, you visualize what you can do, what you're mm-hmm. good at. Mm-hmm. But the beauty in that is, he has you, he has Tevin, he got somebody in this life, but you got some kids that don't have that, and that's all they have is right there. And that's what and they It's just in that said. phone. That's mm-hmm. when they come so, over to my house. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's Listen, what they come to my house. Yeah. And Bae just said that. She says some um, kids don't have that to teach, to have anyone to teach them who a hero is. But see, right. the thing, but see, to me. But see, I think it go back, though, to talking to them about that. Yeah. Right. Because that's the first, oh, when no. I get with a new group of kids, I always ask them. So I've been with my, my girls' academy for the last three weeks. The first thing I always ask is, who, you know, who's your favorite player? The majority of your kids gonna be like, I don't know, or I don't have one. But you play basketball? How? They don't you know, even watch basketball. Exactly. No, they don't. So, so I'm not saying that it will make like a big difference, but I'm always like, listen, giving them homework. Mm-hmm. You go look at this old guy. You you mm-hmm. want to be a point guard? Forget uh, the guys of the day. Go look at Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. Watch Isaiah Thomas videos. Come back and Greatest tell me something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I try to I try to feed them with the knowledge that I know from the past. And try to if you're gonna use it to the future, if that's how you're gonna use it, because but most coaches don't know. This (laughs) is one thing that oh, you want me to (laughs) bail? This is one thing that messed me up so bad with this generation. If you can't hoop, kids are not gonna listen to you. Facts, and that messed me up. Like, kids come to me like. Oh, I seen you on YouTube. You was cold, coach. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I was all right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I want, no, nah, I got to listen to anything you say now. What the fuck? So because if I they're couldn't visual. Hoop, That's the I, thing, they're visual. Like, if I couldn't hoop, you wouldn't. Nah, coach, no. No, I not believe mm-hmm. that. That's but too bad, yeah. This is why I lose people. Going back to what you just said and what Bay just said on there. I don't do that. I don't buy that shit. Like, that... Oh, the kids don't have this all that. I don't buy that mm-hmm. because I'm going to hold you accountable. Yes. If you can come to me and tell me about a video game, yes. about some dope, about yes. a chick. That bold ass you know music they you listen to. Right. If you can, you can sit there and tell me about that, you, that means you can make, you making decisions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You, you noticing shit. Mm-hmm. So you notice, you, you know, everybody know right from wrong. I don't give a fuck what they think and what yeah. they say. I'm not going to baby you on that. So if you can do all that, you can tell you you know what it is. You you know what's right from wrong. You know who good for you and who's not good for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I I'm, I don't buy none of that. Oh, they don't know. No, I agree. You know, yeah. I agree. And if you playing a sport, you 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 know. Mm-hmm. God damn it! I don't care what you know. So don't miss me with all that. Mm-hmm. And and the kids, no, you can't come to us with that, Coach. Man, my my mama. No. Yeah. Well, I agree. You, cause you, cause if you with us, we gonna give you an option. Oh, okay. And we gonna meet your mom. We gonna see your situation. Yes. Before we even deal with a kid, we gonna see the situation. Mm-hmm. What kind of home life you got? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we will sit back. We go to the round table. Yeah, that motherfucker wanted to come over to the crib, bro. Yes. We gonna have to get him up out of that shit at least a couple of times out the week. Yes. Oh, okay. Bet. You know what I'm saying? I got this one. You got that one. Bet. So now you got a decision. You got a choice. Like, nah, we're going to talk to your mama. Like, look, we're going to take him off your ass for him and he's going to spend the night with us for a while. Right. You know what I'm saying? Miss Thomas, no. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that really know me that's on this, they know. My house is full of fucking kids all the time. So you got a choice. And if you're going to make a choice, if you're going to make a choice for your life, well, we all for you. 
We're going to eat peanut butter and jelly together, baby. Right. What's up? But you got to make a decision. Yeah. And with so much shit going on in the world, I, I ain't buying it. You, you, they accessible too much information. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. if you accessible to that much information and you watching this and you watching that, you know when it's time to make a decision for your life. Yes. If you want it. Mm-hmm. So I don't buy none of that shit. I don't buy none of that. And you ain't, and you're not supposed to. I mean, I, I feel like those are the realest coaches though. And right. the only part is that if you count for every ten coaches, only one of us like that. That's the, that's mm-hmm. that's the only part. Like that that's the messed up part. You know, I was just talking about a, a coaching staff, and I was just like, dang, you know, the kid going to be okay over there, but I don't know if he going to push him like he would have pushed him at this school. Mm-hmm. That's what I said out loud. Like, if he, like, like, I know that kid needs you, but his parents might be on some old, like, save the baby day. So sad. You know what I mean? And with that being said, it's, it's people, people want to coach like that, but they don't want kids to do what leave because mm-hmm. they all worry about their record and what's. But if you, I don't give but a I about to say because my thing is if you make an example out of one, they all gonna respect that. Just like kids need discipline, parents want it for their kids as well. Mm-hmm. But people don't want to push those buttons and challenge that to teach the kids the right way. I got right. a question for her. Okay, you mm-hmm. watched the documentary, right? I did. Okay, how long I had them kids? Was it all week? Mm-hmm. No, oh, you saying? Oh, you just saying oh, for a long time, time, right? I had them kids since they was in the second and third grade. Mm-hmm. Nice. And people, some people know, like Ray said, Ray know, Ray, Ray know. And we got our when we first started, we got our ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere we went, we was getting our ass whooped. But they trusted us, and they trust. You know what I'm saying? They trusted in the process. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Trust you know the process. The process. Gotta believe so, it. Yeah. and they believed in what we was giving out because the proof is in the pudding. You know what I'm saying? So when they got in the sixth grade, fifth and sixth grade, I think, and I should call baby J. I think, we, <laughs> I don't think we done lost um, in the last six years. I think we lost maybe 12 games. I was going to say, mm-hmm. did you say like 10 on the yeah. documentary? Mm-hmm. That's you what's what up. Right. And people don't know. Like in the shit that I hear, from other coaches, he be filming <laughs> like uh, they disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> they um, he cheating. He got guys is nineteen and playing seven to twelve. You and this that that. And I'm like, yo, I'm gonna say this on y'all platform. Go on my Facebook page. The same. That's why I've been posting it lately. The old pictures of the kids. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't have the same kids. Since, yeah, since they, was, when they were small. Mm-hmm. Rooming now, them when together. They, when they was whooping our ass. Of course. Yes. That's, that's how it cool. goes. Right. Yes. Of course. That's typically but how it goes. Now you cheat. Right. It's like, oh, man, he on some bullshit. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just bullshit. the natural hate of people. That's and then how it do it to come in your face and smile. What's Fuss, up? Fuss okay, yep. that's, now that's a Detroit oh. person. Motherfucker gave one of my kids his number during a game. A high school game. Ooh, that happens, which is sad. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bro, chill. Don't even trip. You know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm about to fuck the boy. He like, don't don't trip. He was like, your kid's loyal, man. I ain't going nowhere. Exactly. Yeah. At the end mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't it, worry about it. Exactly. But see, I ain't so, that coach, though. Because one of my kids, I introduced him. He This is the school he wanted to go to coming out of the eighth grade. 
He didn't want to come to Hamtram. He wanted to go somewhere else. A lot of guys won't do this. We went up to the dude, called him, like, yo, you need to come up here. We're going to be at Crystal Ray. Took him over there, introduced him to him. He coming to your school. I know he wasn't on your radar. He coming to your school. He wanted mine. All right, I'll take him. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me watch him after that. I'll take him. Went over there, dicked him. Mm. Then when he come back to me, all I can say is like, yo, Welcome I back. I want to say I told you, but yeah. I got to let you experience shit for yourself. Yes, yes. You Sometimes you got to see the grass ain't greener. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So when he came back, it's love. That's my baby. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But but you did the right thing Yeah. But at most the end of the day. Don't do that. No, they don't. No, they don't. But it's just like the parent thing, you know. I could have told Rob this past Saturday about all the stuff that that Ohio may be known for because he's coming from U of D, that whole not knowing their culture or, but I'm like, no, I'm going to take him up there and let him see for himself. Because at the end of the day, that stuff is all around. Those type of people are all around. Yeah. Every day of life is going, he going to run into somebody like that. And mm-hmm. kids will have to make that choice or whether to walk this way, right? stay loyal, or when it doesn't work, come back to somebody who love them. They, that's, that, that's just a part of life. I, I mean, I didn't know Detroit was that political. I, mm-hmm. I, I call it, Hateration. Hater. I was more of a hater. And I was, and, and, you know, it's not yeah, it's hateration mm-hmm. to the point of like they just hate you. It's just if if it's not me, I don't want it to be right. you. If you don't come to Michigan State, I don't want you to go there. <laughs> you know what but I mean? It, it, it didn't trickle down. Like this summer was a, the summer where we really just didn't do nothing in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like we we was going everywhere else, and we only played in one tournament, and we played in Chuck shit because that's my man. You know what I'm saying? But, but that was not your intent, though. That was not your intent. <laughs> what, to play a Chuck shit? No. No. <laughs> oh. no, not for you to play. I said it was not your intent not to participate in other tournaments within the city. Because you tried. Yeah, nobody fucks with us. I'm wow. just saying. Crazy. No, nobody. You funny, babe. So the fall league. <laughs> yeah. She was laughing at me when you <laughs> oh. I said, don't fuck with Chuck <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> No, I did not say man, that. Chuck, right. you know what it is, bro. <laughs> Chuck, my guy. Nope. But don't nobody. I don't even say it. And then this is what I have to look at. So, are you telling about. me like you try to get in stuff man, and people actually like fall league and they say no, they don't call you back? Like, I'm summer league. Had it not been brought to my attention, I probably would not have, not necessarily, I ain't saying you a liar, but I did see it for myself. So, in a particular summer league, would actually play, and then what was the the job? Oh win yeah, the first that's right. I'm just saying, <laughs> right. And then they like, when we gonna play again? They ain't putting him on the schedule. Oh they put him on the schedule, so he calling. But I did have a conversation about that because just, we well, asked about us. it. We did ask about it. We. <laughs> yep, you were there. <laughs> we asked about that, and it was before you before a- you answer. <laughs> this is what I told the kids, and I told him it might be me. Motherfuckers don't like me. That's what I. That's how I just summed it up. Yeah, but I like so when we asked, it was it was kind of like oh they forgot. But to me, you can't forget if somebody paying you money. Absolutely. That's how right. I feel. Right. Then nobody if they forgot, then nobody sent us our motherfucking money back. That's my whole point. Refund. That's my whole point. Yeah. So I don't know. You know that's crazy though. It's it's crazy. And then you can yeah. say. And then yeah. you can but say about it. But she did, and it's like. 
when I told people I was coming and when people seen it, they was like, bro, go up there and talk your shit for real. Right. Like, let everybody know. Everybody listen to it. Go up there and talk. And I'm like, no, I don't really want to because I, I'm not the dude to be like tooting my horn. But now. No, you're like, speaking your truth. This hasn't. Now, yeah. Now I'm going to say this. They hold us over there. Bad. Right. And the, the games we played, we won. You feel what I'm saying? And it was a little iffy on calls and how shit was rocking in the <laughs> games, but it, it, it was what it was. So we went over to the other summer league. We tore that bitch up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it was certain schools in there that we whooped by 30. And if you want me to name names, I'll name names. You don't have to, but I don't really care. You know I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not you know a high school saying? coach. <laughs> we just but provided that, you with the platform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So That's it. We go over there. We whoop everybody in it. And it was the Crystal Ray League. No, we for sure. everybody in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We end up losing the CMA, but, and I, I ain't taking nothing away from them. But it was so much inner bullshit going on within us, mm-hmm. that game, that we lost. And they kicked our ass. Right. You know, they ain't kick our ass, but they beat us. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we lost. We lost one game this summer. Everywhere. We played in the Wayne State shit. We was trying to get in all the team camps. No. I I'm like that I'm like insane. I'm like I'm like like no. really stunned that I'm hearing this though because Shit, first I, of I all even hit Bay like when y'all was at somewhere like with Michigan and all that the, I'm like Bay how, how how do we get how in any of this That's crazy. okay so we got to we got to talk some more off off this yeah. but at the same time I just I'm not surprised in a in a in a certain kind of way because we can't even get in the fucking showcase <laughs> We beat motherfuckers by thirty. We beat motherfuckers by thirty though. These supposed to be the top teams in the state. We beating them by thirty. They even combined the team, <laughs> and we beat them. And we still hey, can't get shit. We did too. <laughs> and we we can't we can't get nothing. It's too much. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, where Ray at? Ray, type Listen. in Ray. <laughs> Wake up, Ray. <laughs> Listen. So this real talk. So before we close. What would you tell student athletes who might be on the verge, you know, with the attitude, the the same mm-hmm. mentality? What would you tell them right now so student they can do athletes. something different? Or uh, two things. Based upon your experience. Eighth graders coming into high school. You know what I'm saying? If these coaches, you, you got to read them. Just like you read a female. You mm-hmm. got to read these coaches. Because it's, it's female shit that's going on. They selling you something. Don't be, don't be that kid that playing for you. You playing for that coach. You know what I'm saying. And most kids is playing for the stardom or whatever the right, name right. on the jersey. Look, read that man or that coach, and see what do he genuinely give a fuck about you. And that's the whole thing. Do he really care about me as a person? Fuck this basketball. So if I get hurt, is he gonna move me to the side? Mm-hmm. They'll show you that. They'll yeah. show you that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's finicky like that. But if a coach don't want you or not checking for you, your well-being, your family checking on you, don't fuck with him. And if he letting mm-hmm. you do what you want to do. Don't yeah. fuck with him. When you want to do it. Don't mm-hmm. fuck with him because that's not going to help you. Nope. I was a pamper athlete. You know what I'm saying? That shit hurts you in the long run. Yes. Right. 
And just look at all the guys that's been pampered. Yes, sure. A yes. lot of them still around here hooping in the reg league. Yes. Still thinking they can get what the fuck they want. Yes. And it, it, it yes. Ain't gonna, it ain't Please. Oh, my God. Well, it's not only that, but I want you to, and, and again, before we close, because people don't know that you did play, play professional basketball. Yeah. I played overseas, you know what I'm saying, five, six years. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So the opportunities don't of, end. No. You can make a mistake. You can fall down. You can get back up. Mm-hmm. Right? And I, I got killed for this, too. I tell my kids, like, it's cool to go to the league. Want to go to the league? Mm-hmm. Um, Come on. I tell my kids, man, you better go overseas. Get that motherfucking money, bro. Amen. Don't pass up you none. Mm-hmm. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Shit, Sean Woods. Yep. Shit, I don't want to put his business out there. Motherfucker made 1.5 mil. Mm. Yeah, D. You know what I'm saying? You can make a nice living and invest your goddamn money. Mm-hmm. Stop buying all these bullshit. Why did everybody wear yays? What, what, what's... But like change the mentality, hamtramic basketball, I had these kids forever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I had them ever since they was young. I put them all together. You feel what I'm saying? And my dream was before I leave this earth was to have all my kids in one school playing together, looking out for each other. And that's, that's, that's what's happening now. Amen. It's, it's, that's it makes cool. me the happiest man on earth. He won't take over because I don't know how long I got here or on this earth or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Due to what I got going on with me personally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I thought y'all was going to talk about that shit. No, we we were, but yeah. we kind of. I don't care. <laughs> I got cool. colon cancer. Okay. I don't say it, you know what I'm saying? I don't hide it. I never talked about it. Right. Until Marcus Green, the guy that did the documentary, he's dope. Mm-hmm. He's real dope. So if y'all want. He dope. did a good job. Okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But he made me tell people. You yes. know what I'm saying? Because people don't know. Right. I have my good days. I have my bad days. I have my worst days. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And through it all, he been there. You know what I'm saying? Through it all. And these kids been there. My son's been there. You feel what I'm saying? All of them been there. They take turns spending the night at the crib to make sure I'm good. Right. That's why my house is always full. But it's just being able to have them be good people and good citizens in the community and school and all that. That's what I thrive on because I was an asshole. And everybody knew I was an asshole. And I still can be an asshole. Right. Right. <laughs> but I don't want the reflection of me to be on the kids. Yeah. Because they different. They they we night and day with that shit. They don't do that. Yeah. Well, a couple of them will. Job, job <laughs> pop off. But but in the ass. <laughs> y'all gotta y'all gotta come check us out. No, like, for sure. We yeah. we we young. But we didn't took too many ass whoopings. I know that's that, right. That, that rules game, they fucked us up. <laughs> and we got them back. You know what I'm saying? We played them. They beat us by um, they, yeah. They beat us by five because of Noah. Some free throws and shit. <laughs> but, see, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, oh, I point the finger. I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know because they gonna come right back at me. Coach, you fucked up. Yeah, I did. I'm my bad. <laughs> but this, these group of kids, they're good. You know what I'm saying? We haven't put everything in them. When I can take a group of kids out of town and they can beat six EBYL players, you know what I'm saying, and the tournament in Atlanta, they can beat them. And then they put five more with them to make it like 12 of them. And I got these little high school guys, and we lose by one. It's because y'all missed the free throws. You should have won. But (laughs) if I can do that there, and my thing to them is, yeah, we lost, bro. And I ain't never happy after a loss. Mm -hmm. But with that – I was happy because 
if y'all can do that here against yes. all these guys, yes. and they and they wasn't out there, then that's the difference. They weren't out there, oh, these little me. They were not, no, they were playing yes. hard. Yes. And we lost by one. Mm-hmm. If we if we don't win something at the crib, I'm fighting all y'all one-on-one. <laughs> right. But when they came home, they He's proved. serious. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to shoot the ones. I'll shoot the ones with them. Then to go get your daddy. Your daddy too big. I'm Schmitty. <laughs> no, uh, but we gonna be good. And I, I wanted Ray to get on here because like we ain't getting no love, Keita. Like, I got and, you. and it's like I don't understand. It's like did I do something that bad to somebody? It ain't that. It's not you. It's not. It's not you. First, I I personally don't think it's you. I just think it's the people. And the people who try to be running around here running stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, if... You just want Hamtramck to put some respect on Like Flowers. <clears throat> flowers was like, bro, you got it. Because I remember when we... Two years ago, Flowers called me like, yeah, we want you to be the first game. I'm like, man, you... You want to be like that? We Hamtramck was always the first game or the senior night game. <laughs> we, everybody wanted us the first game or the last game. Right. Now, we hitting – coaches know. Everybody else, like the media, I hit my man on Athazon. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He ain't hit me back. You know what I'm saying? But they don't know. But these coaches, yes, they know. Yes. Do they know. You know what I'm saying? We can't even get games. But it's okay because, yeah. hey, the quiet one. We're going to roll up on y'all, yeah. and it's going to be down. You know we what I'm saying? We want all the smoke with whoever. Yes. yes. At the end of the day, you do. because right. I, I, from- One thing about it, and I, I was doing some scheduling with some people today. You play the hardest teams in the beginning. Mm-hmm. If you get your ass kicked, it ain't going to do nothing but prepare Make you, you for that, what you want in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what's with wrong with some of these mm-hmm. coaches in our city, but the same way they hating because you good or you know, whatever they doing – they don't want to play nobody neither. Mm-hmm. They want they want their record to stay Shout spotless. Because EJ. EJ put us against in that <coughs> Wayne State. Yes. He put us against everybody. <laughs> and the team we wanted was Persh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Twig. <laughs> I got Twig, but I ain't even gonna say nothing about the game. <laughs> That's a part two. Exactly. You know so yeah, we gotta we, wrap up. Before Go we ahead. close real quick, Bay wanted to tell you that keep doing what you're doing. And she baby. know you, she love you and support you in whatever you do. <laughs> and, and, and listen, we got you on the show. Yes. Finally, I know. Wait, like, listen. Wait, wait, wait. listen, wait. Y'all went into the fifth season. Wait a minute. I went to a game and he DJ like, man, I'm mad at you. Like, we didn't want championships. He was like so serious. I'm like, wait, what they say? In my head, I'm like, what dang, what I do? Like DJ, my man, we just won a championship together. What's up, D? You ain't had me on the show. I'm like, I ain't even gonna get to talk my shit. But that's what he keeps saying after he said that to my. Can I cuss? Uh, I'm like, you gonna say that again? Cuss, and I gotta cuss. <laughs> <laughs> Bay say you acting like a pampered coach. <laughs> Shit, I ain't even pampered yet. I, mean, I, can't get, I can't get no love out here. Man. Round two. No, yes, yeah, round we two. Gotta have again. We For gotta sure. wrap up. Well, it's bigger than basketball, basketball lady. Yes, it is. And we appreciate Thank you. Thank you, Coach Tevin. Change the mentality. So yes. DJ. Thank you for changing his mentality. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we are out. Fire out. Good yes. night. Thank you. <laughs>